Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast once again. It's it's almost mid-November, meaning half of you probably forgot Thanksgiving was the thing because no one decorates any of the buildings for Thanksgiving. Anyway, we have Dr. Taffy Wagner in my office today, and the enrollment period just started, didn't it? It started on November 1. 2016. Oh, really? Yes, it did. Yeah. So 14 days ago. So we're talking today about health insurance. Wow. Oh dear. Well, might as well get into it. So what are they changing? What are they doing? How are the prices going to be? Because I, I expect to be, I expect that to be a slightly sore topic because that's, that's probably a lot, isn't it? People were not prepared for what they were getting ready to see. Now I've been telling people all along that the rates were going to go up because when I did the videos back in July, Everything I saw, rates were going to increase anywhere from 25% up to like 86%, which is absolutely ridiculous. No one's going to be able to afford 86%. Thank you. Or at least an 86% increase. And that's what I was thinking. If they were struggling in 2015 to pay 2016, you're surely going to be struggling in 2016 to pay for 2017. Yeah. So it it has come about where people are struggling. But one of the things that a lot of people really aren't paying attention to is they think that the rates are going up in January. Well, it's already gone up, hasn't it? Well, it has gone up. The rates actually start in January. Oh, you enroll okay. now, but the first time you have to make a payment is in January. Oh, dear. And after Christmas, that's going to... Ooh, that's not... That, that's a conundrum, isn't it? Yeah, what a way to bring in the new year, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, kids, we, we have another payment. Thank you for making your Christmas list so expensive. And <laughs> be like, uh, we're going to take some of that stuff back. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> in every single state, the rates have increased... On average, 25%, but a lot more. Because even here in Colorado, some of the rates were 30%, 45%, and even higher. Wow. And so people were not prepared to get that awakening that says, okay, right now you may be paying $1,300, which is a lot. Yeah. But now you're going to be paying $1,700. So yeah. some people are dealing with, this is going to cost them more than their mortgage. Yeah, or for some people, that's going to be worse because they have like a monthly rent or something. That's going to... Exactly. And imagine for the people in college who are already struggling to pay whatever college loan that they have, you know, paying the library or whatever. That extra, well, from 1300 to 1700 that extra amount, it, it could be their rent or their loan for whatever for the library to, I don't know, lunch privileges or something. That's well, going to be, that's pretty much unaffordable, as you've already said. Well, exactly. So that increase has to come from somewhere, which means there has to be something else that doesn't get paid. Now, fortunately for some college students, as long as they're under the age of 26, they can remain on their parents' insurance. However, everybody's parents don't have health insurance that's under the age of 26. So it still puts them in a situation of having to figure out what they are going to do. Now, also let me add, for some college students, now let me say this, technically it should be all students. They actually pay for health insurance that's on the campus within their tuition, but they may not know it. They're paying for it monthly. So there are some services that they can get as a student on the college campus. It may not be full-blown, but at least it gives them some of the basics. But a lot of students aren't aware of this. So for the first thing I would say, any college students are listening to this, go and find out what you're paying for in the administrative office within yeah. your tuition so that you have access in case you get sick while you're at school. Yeah, because I can't imagine those who work two jobs at college. They're going to have to work at least four jobs, you know, two part-time, two not, I can't imagine what that's going to be like. They'll, their schedule is going to be totally messed up. Well, when are they going to go to school? 
Exactly. <laughs> if they're working four jobs, what what time does that leave for school? Three a.m. like Batman or something? That's, yeah, okay. It's crazy. Absolutely. So, you, but you're going to have students who are going to be able to juggle. Some students are going to be very good at time management. Yeah. And so they're going to be able to say, okay, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, this is where my classes are, and this is when I'm able to work. And on Tuesday, Thursday, if they don't have a full schedule, then they can work more. And weekends, you know, they're doing it all. Oh yeah. They are doing it all, and then they have to allow time for laundry. Oh dear. <laughs> Let it all pile on for one week and then try and cram it all in one day. Absolutely. That, that is quite the situation. Yes, it is. What's holding this line? Oh yeah, someone let their laundry pile up for a week and they're cramming it in all to in all the dryers. Absolutely. Ooh. So the other thing that's happening is there are five states. Initially there were four states that only have one insurance company offering health insurance. And so when you only have one insurance company offering health insurance, there's no competition. So they can charge you whatever they want. That's ridiculous. Which means it's not going to be affordable. And I know I saw one lady's YouTube and she was she was really unhappy. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I got this letter in the mail today and you know and she actually has Blue Cross Blue Shield and she said it says, Thank you for choosing us. She's a well, you're the only ones that's out there. I don't have a <laughs> choice, you know, and so but she was an example of her rates went from $1,300 to almost 1800 It was like 1785 And she was like, how can I, you know, feed my family? How am I going to keep a roof over my head? It is more than her mortgage. Now, that's only her premium. We're not even talking about the deductible. Oh, gosh. The deductible <sighs> is a whole nother elephant. In the room. It really is. And so what the deductible says, though, is this. You have to pay that deductible in full before the insurance company is going to pay their part. But they're not really going to pay their part, are they? Or is it going to be really, really minuscule that it doesn't actually help anyone? Well, it, it will, but the, but here's what happens. So let's say, for example, right now, the deductible for 2016 for our family is $13,000. $13,000? Yes. They could get okay. another car for that if they needed one. If they needed one. But you may never see a doctor or go into the hospital at all. So you may never pay that $13,000, which means... You're paying 100% of whatever services you are utilizing. Mm-hmm. But let's say you do pay the 13000 Well, the plans say 90% will be paid by the government or 80 or 70 or 60. So it's never going to be 100%. Okay. So you're always going to have a portion that you still have to pay. But you got to pay that 13000 first. It's never all at once, but it must be paid in full before the insurance company is going to pay their portion. So, if the government pays a certain portion from, let's say, that thirteen thousand, after the thirteen, okay, 000. after thirteen thousand, mm-hmm. it still will, it still won't be thirteen thousand, will it? It won't even be five thousand. It'll be a really small portion, won't it? Well, it's going to be. So, if you get the platinum plan, they're going to cover ninety percent. Okay. Okay, but most people aren't getting the platinum plan because they can't afford it. Ah, that's the loophole. Then you have the eighty percent, which is the gold plan. So you got a lot of people who are not getting the gold plan either, can't afford it. Then you go down to this silver plan, which is what they really want people to get, which is 70%. Okay. And then you would pay 30%. Or you go with the bronze plan, which is more affordable for a lot of people, which is 60% yeah. that they would be responsible for. But then you as the individual is responsible for 40 Okay. Cause that, and so okay. if you get a bill, then the insurance company is saying, we're going to cover 60%, but you still got 40% that you are responsible mm. for. That reminds me of an old of an old Top Gear episode I was watching. They were they were trying to make their own trains, okay, from cars, so they you know fit. I don't know, we'll say covers from a sewer or something, fit them onto the car, and then boom. And so, on one of their carriages, they had three classes, 
you know, you had first class, the mid class, and the last one they comically called scum class. And the <laughs> and the idea was that you make it really, really cheap, so over people go for that class, meaning they get more money in the end. And that sounds exactly like that, whereas they make the first, we'll call it first class, too expensive for most people to get. So they go with the cheapest one so they can get more money in the end. That, but there, and the thing about it is, there are people who are struggling to pay even the bronze plan. That's not surprising at all. Because when you have a deductible that's still huge, and you've still got out-of-pocket costs, then you're going to find it unaffordable, so people are not going to go to the doctor. They may have the plan, and they're not going to be penalized, but then they're not going to go to the doctor because they can't afford it. Yeah, because you have car payments, you have yes. food. You have, there's so many different taxes and payments you have to make that this this just adds... It's almost insult to injury is it what really it is. is. Oh, well, it's also like penalizing people who are healthy. Because yeah. here's what's happening. People who had a pre-existing condition can no longer be turned down. That's great. Well, that is great. Okay, so they get an insurance. But the people who had insurance, they were healthy. They now are getting they turned down. They can, No, they're not getting oh. turned down. It's just that they can't afford it because their cost has gone up higher. Because mm-hmm. the healthy people actually have to pay for the sick people. They have to have a balance out in the yeah. risk pool. But if you've got more sick people than healthy people, then the price is still going up even for the sick people too. Yeah, because healthy people don't pay the doctors. But... Well, healthy people aren't even going. They're saying, I can't even afford this. Because it's more expensive than what it was before. Yeah, and you'll wonder why. And you'll wonder why. And so the prices have gone up tremendously. And even though they really want a lot of people to be insured, you're going to have more people who are uninsured, but they're going to be silent about it. And that, and I guess that kind of makes sense because they don't want people to know you know they're uninsured, that they can't pay for it. And I guess that's a sort of, I don't want to say status symbol, but I want to say they don't want to be looked down upon because they can't afford something. But at the same time... If they voiced about it, maybe they'd get they'd get some help from someone else. So no, no. Well, here's what has to happen: they have to understand that there are other alternatives out there. Yeah, like a airplane. Like a airplane. <laughs> but but here's where I'm going with that: the noise is so big about everybody has to have health insurance, insurance, insurance that they don't even realize that there are alternatives out there, such as a airplane. So they go without, and they're voicing it to their friends who are in the same situations. But those same people also don't know about alternatives. So then they stay stuck to a certain degree. And they're fine with paying when they go to a doctor because they're saying, it's more affordable for me to pay cash. Ouch. Than I, having mm. insurance. Well, it is because, oh. but think about it. The person who says, I have to pay $1,300 a month for a premium mm-hmm. times 12 is, you know. Something astronomical. Something astronomical. But then you also have a deductible that's $13,000. So let's say, for example, you've got a $1,000 premium. So at the end of the year, that's $12,000. Then you've got this $13,000 deductible that's $25,000 out of pocket before you go into the doctor's office, right? Yeah, but you could get a Mazda Miata for that. There's quite a few sports cars you could get for that money. That's ridiculous. Okay. So then, you know what? If you go to a doctor and let's say it's a sore throat or something like that, it's not going to cost you $25,000. No. You can go to an urgent care facility and be seen for probably less than 200 bucks. Well, then what, what's the point of the hospital then? Isn't well, now the hospital for things that are more serious. Okay. Okay. Now, if you need a surgery, if it's a procedure, this kind of thing. But still, I always thought urgent care was supposed to be like an ER, but no, urgent care is better. ER, okay. ER is supposed to be strictly for life or death. That's all it's supposed mm. to be for. It's not supposed to be for a toothache. <laughs> yes, yeah. I need to get the tiny fleas to get the. I don't know some sort of gum disease or whatever right. off this guy's tooth and. Yeah, that that would be overkill. But people are going to ER for two things. But isn't that a waste of the ER, then? 
Are, are they getting charged a lot for that? Yes, because, they are. Okay, well, that's When fair. they should be going to urgent care. Well, then that's but, fair enough. But the thing is, but see, here's the thing. The first thing they thought of, though, was, I have to go to ER. They didn't even think to say, oh, an urgent care facility. It'll cost me less, and I can go to urgent care for, for a toothache. Yeah. Or because, even a walk-in clinic. Yeah, because going to the ER for a toothache, and then them complaining about, you know, getting them having to pay this astronomical bill. Oh, yeah. Well, no, they deserve that, because that's a waste of the ER. <laughs> well. The ER is for life or death. Yes. Not something about a tooth. But the see, tooth is not going to kill you. It'll hurt well, like mess. it can kill you if it gets infected and you didn't do what you're supposed to. Okay, so, fair enough. Okay, but in but the it's not normally in, in that be- circumstance. That's it. Is in it? the beginning, when it's a toothache, it ain't. That, it's not that drastic. Yeah, yeah. It's when you wait. Unless you're a mummy who's been, I don't know, dead since eleven <laughs> since eleven fifty, <1150, laughs> not eleven fifty. You know, the fifteen hundreds. Then sure, but but still, but it's not. You know, so that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of alternative ways to take care of yourself and other ways to take care of yourself without even going to the ER Yeah, and still save your money and keep your quality of life because yeah. there are people who are not going on vacations. They're probably skipping meals. They have to be. If they're paying thousands and thousands of dollars a month. They can't afford insurance. to eat like I do. Oh, oh see, no, they can't. <laughs> Absolutely not. But, you know, and then you have to think about when they have kids. And so they're, they're that's an ad, that's an added expense. That's an added, expense. especially with babies and diapers. Oh my goodness, that's worse. So much on diapers by itself. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, you know. But that is what people are dealing with. So their stress level, their frustration level, is really high. It's not good for their mental health, for sure. And it's not. And you can't even come out of that if you don't start getting solution oriented. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. We're going to continue on. Right now, we're almost at 14 minutes, so that ran a little bit long. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this bit of the podcast, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today. Hello, we are back during our special healthcare podcast today. I know that's not it's not my usual, but you know, you have to diversify from now on then. So this is me diversifying. So we are back with Dr. Taffy Wagner here, the healthcare guru, I guess I should say. <laughs> that laughing's going to come across, I hope you know. <laughs> okay, so where, where do we want to start? Where do we want to start? You know what, why don't you tell me where we want to start? So, okay, yesterday I had to go to a local event. And oh, yeah, got, I remember that. And I've yeah. got this fabulous shirt. <laughs> I, I own my health care, not the government. I, yes. I remember it vividly. Yeah. And so it actually gets a lot of looks. and Some good and bad. <laughs> yeah, <obviously>. <laughs> <laughs> it's but hit and miss. It's hit and miss. But it also sparks conversation. Yeah. So as I was sharing with the ladies, one lady asked me, she said, you know, you say you can get health care without insurance, but can you get quality care? Yeah. And so I said, of course you can. Because, number one, you have to do your research. Yeah, you just and have to look hard enough. You do have to look hard, but it's not necessarily hard, but you have to open your mind to say, okay, quality care. Because right now, when I heard her say quality care, that meant status quo. Yeah, the usual stuff. The usual stuff. Stay in the box, go to a regular doctor, go to the hospital that they yeah. tell you to get regular insurance. But if you don't have insurance and you want to step outside the box, and we're talking about quality care, well, guess what? You can go to a naturopath. 
and get quality care. A naturopath believes in natural alternatives and they're going to get to the root cause of the problem. They may not even necessarily say you need medication. Yeah. You know, a lot of pills and this kind of stuff. They may say, oh, you can, you can change your eating habits. Yeah, because that will stop a few. That will stop causes. some of these different illnesses. Like that diabetes. You're yes. A few others. High blood pressure. Some yeah. of these things that you're experiencing if you change the way you eat. And it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. Yeah. Or you can go to an acupuncturist. Oh, yeah. Acupuncture. That looked kind of painful, but it'll probably rela- be relaxing in the end. It may be relaxing. And they may say, you know what? We can do certain pressure points. Yeah. And it may relieve some of this. Or you can go to an iridologist, which this one I have to tell you about. I love <laughs> this. They can actually look at your eye, and in your iris, it tells you what's wrong with your body. Really? I, yes. I remember seeing the title of an article for that, yes. and I didn't doubt it, but I, I was wondering, how far could you really go with that? I've, I've also, I've heard something similar about teeth, where if they looked at your gum, they could tell you if, if, you, had, like, if you had heart problems or something. It was something very similar to that. Okay, let me comment on two of those things. Me and your dad have had the iridology done. <laughs> long time, long before you and Erica came yeah. along. And number two, a dentist can t- detect a minimum of 120 illnesses or diseases based on your teeth. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Now, another one is reflexology. Love reflexology. Same thing. In your fingers and in your feet. Mm-hmm. All of it's tied to certain parts of your body. Hmm. And they can actually... And I did this with you and Erica when you guys were babies. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I need to just share this. You know, so somebody... And I think at one time it might have been both of you. Because when babies are, you know, when babies are really real small, based on their diet, sometimes they get constipated Mm -hmm. and they can't go. And I pulled out the book, our reflexology book, and I looked at where the the point was on your feet. And I massaged it and it opened your body right up. Oh, gosh. And I was like, nice. But here's the thing. I didn't have to take you to a doctor. Yeah. And I didn't have, you didn't have to get medicated. I didn't have to go get, you know, they always be talking about Metamucil or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, Metamucil. There's, certain things, there's yeah. certain things that they say for babies, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I'm like, I didn't even do that. Because I think some of those things may be harsh. Mm-hmm. So there's quality care that could be an alternative. Chiropractor. Yeah. These types of things. And so the alternatives may even be, they, initially you may pay more, but the long-term benefit. Yeah. Of what it is could actually be better because now you're getting to the root cause and you're not using this medication which would cause this certain side effects and now you got to get another medication. Because all medications to... cause a certain side effect. Yes. It's always on television. It's and it's Ooh. always it's always more than five. It's at least a minimum of ten. And yes. I'm like, if it's ten, if there's ten side effects, that's ten things that can go wrong. And for the most part, it probably will. That's not really worth it. If it's five minor ones, I can understand it because it's minor. But 10, and some of those, you know, or even death. And I'm like, so you could possibly die from a medi- medication. I'm sorry, but I would almost think that whatever thing that you have is probably better than dying because you tried to fix it. Well, you have to think about this. Now, let's go here with this, because you're, you're right. You know, when you're listening to those side effects, and I'm sorry, but I don't even like five. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people are sitting around and they're watching TV, and I like, and I like to think this kind of like a subliminal message. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting around and you're going... Are you feeling tired? Yes. Do you have headache? Yes. You know, do you sleep good at night? Yes. And as soon as you start saying this, they go, oh, well, we have this certain thing for you. And you're like, oh, I need I to go that. to the doctor and go to yeah. that. Now, you haven't had nobody's test, but you're, self, you're self-diagnosing. Yeah. And some of these, some of, in the commercials, you know, talk to your anthropologist or whatever, or they say some of the things like that. And sometimes I wonder, I have to wonder, do half these people actually have what you know? Insert thing here, right. because I feel like that most of the time they have to go and see a new one. Because honestly, I don't think a lot of the people would actually 
have one already. They wouldn't have that certain specialist. Yeah. Now, here's here's the kicker with that. If your doctor sends you to a specialist and you think your doctor is sending you to a person that's in network because he is, that person normally is out of network and that's when you get more bills. <laughs> so within 30 to 60 days, you get this astronomical bill of $500 because you went and tell this person, you go, well, wait a minute. My doctor referred me to XYZ specialist, but XYZ specialist is not in network. They're out of network. Wow. Also, by the way, I want to mention, guys, uh, remember that baby story? Yeah, this is me getting embarrassed for you for good information. <laughs> so explicit information is being told on the podcast. But see, I wanted to share because, you know, a lot of times when people are talking with experts or advocates for a certain field. They don't do personal experience. They haven't done personal experience. But yeah. I'm telling you, these are things that we've already done. And I know that these things work. Yeah, they're and tried so, and true. And I'm an advocate for, I like to get to the root cause. I don't like people being medicated. You know, because yeah. they say the average household, I believe, has like eight medications that people take. And we what, per person? I, I think so. And so That's but, crazy. But here's the thing. We have none. And I, I feel, I think we're very blessed by that. Yeah. But the other thing about when you're talking about quality care and not carrying traditional insurance, you have to know your body. Yeah. You have to know what you're putting into your body. You know, are you getting enough exercise? Are you drinking enough water? Now, we can't keep water in the house because of Cody. <laughs> okay? Yeah, he's real good at that. You know, but it's the liquids that you're putting. It's the food that you put in. Yeah. And I remember, and let me share this. You know, you guys didn't even have beef until you were nine years old. The first time you guys actually had beef. And then we noticed that there were some changes within your body. And so we we're like, okay, so now let's not have it as often. Yeah. And people were amazed that you hadn't even had beef until you were nine. Now, the fact that you guys have never had candy. I don't, I don't really feel like candy is something a child needs to have anyway. Because, well, they do. Because they always tell you when, when you're five, you know, eat carbohydrates and whatever, you know, from fish and whatever. And so, it sometimes it's like, well, then where does the candy thing come from? Because it probably comes from the parents at that rate. Well, it does. It's not even something, it's not, it has no nutritional value. Come yeah, because on, if it's they, sugar. Because if they tell you, know, eat carbohydrates, you know, hydration, whatever, where does the candy come into that? Because no. it, it doesn't. They always say, you know, your food groups, you have to have your protein. Yeah. You do have your, you have your fruit, your dairy, and your carbohydrates. You know, your four food groups. But candy's not a part of that. Yeah. Also, I just want to say quickly, you don't have to have to, For those uh, dairy intolerant people, I forgot, yes. I forgot the... Oh, the lactose intolerant. Yeah, sorry, lactose intolerant people. You don't have to have dairy for those so, for those people. So there's there's probably alternatives out well, there's there. A lot of, there's a lot of alternatives to dairy. There's also alternatives to people who are gluten and who, who have gluten uh, diseases and tolerances. Gluten-free. And, you know, we buy gluten-free pasta because we love it. Because your dad does have a wheat allergy yeah. at the and end of the I day. I believe so does Erica. Just a, just a tad bit. Yeah, I haven't so, noticed that as much. But Well, no, we don't. <laughs> you know, it's just that yeah. thing. But, you know, so we do try to tailor our menu to those things so that they are not their bodies are not frustrated now here's another thing Cody you know people's body do, do tell them what it will and will not tolerate but here's what happens it tastes so good <laughs> you know yeah. and when things taste good you just want to eat it anyway but you're going to pay the price later and I don't think it's necessarily worth it yeah I have to tell you it's definitely a bit of you have to know what your body can and cannot do and I and I was reminded of something my body can't do earlier today we, we had to get up for the movies. Yes. And you know how normally get up, use the bathroom, and then eat? Mm-hmm. I got up and ate. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that definitely messed with my body. after. And I was like, right, I have to use the bathroom first. And normally it takes a while, so I was trying to get at least some things done. Right. But I have right. to remember, if that's going to happen, get up sooner, use the bathroom, and then eat so I don't mess with my body like that. That's right. that was That was unpleasant. <laughs> Well, and everybody, everybody's body has a system yeah. based on what you've already conditioned your body to do. 
which my which my body's been conditioned to a very very normal schedule at this rate. Especially, it, it's funny because I can't go for a certain amount of time without eating. Otherwise, I'll get this really weird feeling in my stomach. That's how much I eat, <laughs> or at the very least, that's how soon I eat my breakfast. Well, it's regimented, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it. But you have to know, and just like for that same example, you know, I don't have to eat. No, you know, I'm, you just, really that, I'm, don't. Just, I'm just that person. You know, I probably only eat maybe two meals a day. That's a real meal that somebody would consider a meal. Yeah. But I'm not a breakfast person, except on the weekends. Oh yeah. You know, during the week, I'm like, you know, I don't have to have it, and I'm not hungry. But I'm that person who I only eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. Now that would make some people really mad because they think that you're supposed to eat, you know, A B C D E F G all day long. But if that's what your body's telling you, then that's what you do. But I follow what my body tells me. Yeah. And so it's not the norm for anybody, but it's my normal. Yeah. And so you have to do what is your normal, and that's what we do. And so we benefit from that, though. Yeah, because now, it's, it's, for the most part, it's very easy to know when I have to eat. It's, it's yes. just a regular schedule, so it's, it becomes very, it becomes a big habit, almost like muscle memory, to eat at certain points. And for some people, it's different. To, it's like you, you barely eat breakfast at all. Or, cow, you barely eat lunch sometimes. No. Whereas I, breakfast, lunch, snack, snack, dinner. <laughs> sometimes it's at least two snacks a day. Right, right. You know, and right now I'm on this kick where I just have to have kettle corn, which is really weird. That is weird. It's like during the day, it's like my thing. It's like, yeah. you know what, I want, I want some kettle corn, and I'm having it, and I'm fine. It does exactly what I need it to do, and so I'm like, okay, and I'm drinking my water, and I'm good to go. And so when dinner comes, I'm not full. Yeah, you know, and I can enjoy my meal and eat with the family, and I'm good to go. And Erica's different, you know, but she eats too, kind of like you, you know, throughout the day. Yeah, she eats kind of like me. I mm-hmm. she snacks at least once, only about and, once. And I think that's like thirty minutes after lunch. It's yes, it's not odd, but I've never. It's probably because of how I eat, but I've never seen her go down there to get a right. snack, and I've never seen her come up and have a snack for the most part. Occasionally, I've caught her with a snack, but that's when she's in her room. I've never that's seen her right. go down to get one. Normally. She just eats full meals and then, you know, goes to bed or whatever. That's right. But that's, you know, everybody's different. But part of being, you know, if you're not going to carry traditional, but even if you carry traditional insurance, knowing your body. is very important so that you can keep yourself on track. It's crucial. So that, you know, like when I, if I, whenever I go to a doctor or even um, a midwife, I'm able to tell them exactly what's going on. You know, what's funny is, and I want to share this, um, two years ago. Remember, I had to get I didn't had to get my new driver's license, but I had to have an eye exam. Oh yes. I, had, I hadn't had an I eye remember exam. That. <laughs> the last time I had an eye exam, you guys, was when Cody and Erica were in my stomach. So and that had so been a, a good fourteen. It years, was twelve basically. years at oh, the time, yeah. and okay. so when I went in, and here's here's me though. I knew my eyesight hadn't changed. I had the same pair of glasses. I only had one. The rule is always have two in case mm-hmm. one breaks. And I go in there, and the guy's like, "Oh, but you haven't had your eyes checked in like twelve years," and he goes. But your eyes haven't changed. And I said, I know. Well, that's kind of the point then, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you know, but I needed to get them because my, it was required for my glasses. Yeah. And then he goes, you've got the, he said, well, where's your other pair of glasses? I said, this is my other pair. And he's like, these things are in good shape. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, because I don't break my, I don't break my glasses. You I'm wear like, your okay. glasses pretty much all the time I anyway. You don't really time. put them down. The only time you put it down is on a ledge where you can't really step on them. That's you it. Don't, you don't really move your hands that fast to smack them or whatever. So yeah. you don't really need a second pair because you're really careful with your glasses. And so, but he was really amazed that my eyes had not changed. And I knew that my eyes had not changed. Yeah. But that comes back to you have to know your body. Yeah, you have to. I think some differences would be quite noticeable. Oh, it would. Like I've told you, I can't have very big or very 
sort of meaty stuff for breakfast. Yes, yes. Because I, and I get really filled, really bloaty. So I have to have something light like a pancake, a waffle, something. Ooh, pancakes. <laughs> 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 That's an inside joke. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, something very light because piling it all on a breakfast is, it doesn't really work for me. And I, and in some ways, I kind of think that'd be the same for other people as well. Because having a really big breakfast, I think, would just totally slow you down for the rest of the day. Because you'd be still working through it. But that's the thing. You've listened to your body. Yeah. Now, see, some people are going to say, oh, no, you know what? I'm piling on. I'm still going to keep on going. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's because, you know, they like the way the things taste. And I'm not saying food should taste bad. But what I'm saying is listen to your stomach. If you're saying it gets bloaty yeah. or if it makes you gassy or if it makes you lightheaded or dizzy. Then yeah. that's that's your body's way of saying, "Hey, I'm rejecting this food. Why don't you take it out of your menu for a while and see what happens?" Yeah, because we went to Blue Bonnet years ago, and we had, yeah, it was it was weird. It was uh, it was with one of Dad's cousins. Oh, it was, I think. It was yeah, a cousin Haven. Yeah, yes. And I had I, don't, I can't remember what it, it was like. A sort of puree it was in the small yes. plastic container. Mm-hmm. I ate, I got really dizzy. It was mm-hmm. it was terrible. And I'm like, oh man. And every now and then I get a whiff of that same scent, and I just yes. get reminded of that. And it, ugh, man, terrible. Yes. But, yeah, so I think it really, do, it really does matter how you eat and regulate how you eat so you're not eating all the time. And, and I think that would also help people not go to the doctor as often, even though that won't really help the price because they've made that mandatory as it is anyway. So. Well, that's just insurance. But doctors have a set price when they go in, but based on insurance. Now, doctors also have a price for cash patients. Mm-hmm. And some doctors even give you a percentage off if you can pay your bill in full because you're only paying cash. Now, I remember long before I had a mirror plan and when I was taking you guys to a doctor and they knew I was paying cash, they said, you know, if you can pay all of it today, here's the discount we'll give you. Yeah. And so that makes it nice too. But it's also fine if they say, you know what, we'll allow you to make a payment of $30 for three months or whatever time frame. Mm-hmm. And that also it makes it easy on the budget. Oh, yes, it does. And so that's what you also want to look for. You know, what happens if your doctor says, you know, we'll take cash. And I know that there's a, there's a school of thought out there or this has happened. People who have health insurance can also go in and they've said, oh, I don't have anything. <laughs> and then the price is better. Wow. It's real different. I've heard stories about that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised on that either. Wow. So That's surprising for me. Yes. So anyway, we've been going for 60 minutes this time. This one's been pretty long. So I hope you guys enjoyed this really long, really, really long podcast, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cards. Go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today. We are back with another section. I, w- I wanted to call it episode, but it's a section. So we're back again with Dr. Taffy Wagner. And so how do you think the election is going to change healthcare? And I want to say the pricing as a whole or even the plans that are available. Okay, so here's what's happening. You know, in the beginning, it was going to be repeal and replace, repeal and replace. And that was what's going on. And here's what I want to tell people. Right now, this is literally changing like every two days. <laughs> what's going to happen with insurance. So, you know, in the beginning, it's like, yeah, we're going to repeal and replace it. Well, two days ago, it was like, oh, I like some parts of Obamacare. 
And what I want to keep is people who have a pre-existing condition can no longer be turned down and young people who are can stay on their parents' insurance until the age of 26. Well, that's fair enough. Okay? Those are the parts that I'm hearing that we like. But this morning, I turn on Jake Tapper and the speaker, Paul Ryan, is going, oh, yeah, we're repealing that thing. We're just, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Okay, what are we really doing? Again? Make up your mind. That's it. And so they're you being know, very you, indecisive. They're they're being very indecisive, and you don't necessarily have to make a concrete decision until after the inauguration to see what really happens. However, in that same time frame, do not sit and wait. No. I I just don't encourage anybody. If you're struggling to pay health insurance right now and you can't afford it, you need to contact me. You got to have options. Get an alternative. You got to have options. You gotta have a plan B. You gotta have plan B, C, D, and E. You may go all even, the way to Z if you need to. Go all the way to Z. You may <laughs> even carry health insurance right now, but then when January comes and you get that first bill, you're like, "Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. I can't pay that." So what are you going to do? And like you said, go all the way to Z until you get something that works for you. Yeah, because that's going to be a big problem for a lot of that for is, the majority of the population of America. That's going to be a pretty big problem. It's going to be a huge, huge problem. And so we don't know. Right now, all we know is what's happening with the plans that are in place right now. And the enrollment period ends January 31, 2017. Mm. The inauguration is like, I think, the 24th of January. So it's only seven days left. For the enrollment period. So, you know, you might, whatever you, if you're going to do it, do it. But if you're not, you're not. Sounds like tax refund season. I got seven days to get my tax funded. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you're like, what are those, what are those commercials? Yeah. <laughs> it's refund season in America. Refund. <laughs> that's right. And so, but that's what people really need to start saying right now, today, November 13th. What am I going to do right now to take care of me and my family and our health? Yeah. What is going to be our solution? And so that's why I say, you know, I encourage people, if you've got questions, they can contact me at Eric and Taffy at ownyourhealthcare.com. I'm more than happy to talk to people. Okay, and I'd kind of like to pick your brain on this. If if people in more expensive areas, like let's say Stapleton, okay, will they will they have a harder time trying to afford this, even though they can afford to pay for a more expensive house, or will it be even harder because they're in a more expensive area? Because that's what I'd like to know. Well, Stapleton is not as expensive. It's not, no. No, I mean in comparison to GVR. No, no, no. When it comes to health insurance, it's not It's not that. Oh. Where it's more expensive is up in the mountains, mm-hmm. in Breckenridge, up in Dillon, up in Steamboat Springs, those areas. What about Estes Park? Not as much, but oh, a little bit okay. because they're more in, you know, because that's the... That's touristy a ski area. area. That's yeah. a touristy area. And unfortunately, they're being penalized because it's a touristy area. And so the people up there are actually coming down to the city, from what I heard, mm-hmm. to get their care because it's more affordable. Mm-hmm. It's too expensive over there. And they can't afford it. Okay. They can't even afford the insurance. So it's not, whereas in Stapleton, which is down the road from us, it's not expensive there. But when you start going up into the mountains, yeah. it's real expensive. Well, that's good to know. But what I meant was, in terms, because the housing payment is more expensive. It still is not the same. It still doesn't matter. It's oh, still, okay. it's still, is a real expensive up in the mountains more okay. than it is down in the city. And then what also is happening in Colorado, from what I understood at the conference I just attended, there's no platinum plan in Colorado, so there's no ninety ten. Uh It automatically starts at eighty twenty. Well, to be fair, that is cheaper. So, or will it be? Or will they price it to make it the equivalent of a platinum plan? It, is that it, what it makes? It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Because if they did that, that that would be a lot of mess. Well, they may not have they may not have had to because the prices skyrocketed. Now, oh yeah, that might come. Let me tell you something about another reason why the prices skyrocketed in Colorado, which is not why it did it everywhere else. Marijuana. 
No, 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 really? no, 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 oh. because Colorado had one of those um, co-ops and the co-op closed because it wasn't self-sustaining, but they had all these claims that had been filed that had not been paid. <laughs> and so there was a pool that all of the insurance companies had put money into where there was not as much money in that pool versus the claims. So then the insurance companies that remain, the prices had to go up. Oh, dear. And still, once again, Ooh. there's more sick people in versus healthy people. And yeah. so it really, yeah, so it had to skyrocket. Ooh. Absolutely. Ouch. Yeah. I, I knew you would think marijuana, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. No. But yes. Wow. Hopefully I don't get, I don't, don't continue to get tongue, tongue twisted. So, just so you guys know. I'm doing a seminar down in, can I say GBR? Even yes. though I just did. So I'm having a seminar. I'm doing it down at the GBR library this Saturday. The time is... 10 a.m. 10 a.m. So I hope, I hope I can see you guys down there on Saturday, which would be... November the 19th. Yep. Okay, and 19th. what are you going to be talking about? How racing games are good for your mind, which is I know video games being good for your mind is a very is a very broad subject right now for 2016. But racing games specifically, uh, I think might they may not be looked upon because mo- most of the time it's just children playing on force, <laughs> and their mom saying, "Jimmy, come down, it's dinner time." Absolutely. Okay, mom, I have three laps left on the Nurburgring <laughs> seven minute lap times. <laughs> Dinner gets cold. Mom exactly. gets unhappy. Exactly. <laughs> Guess yeah. what, Jimmy? You're getting punished now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to play with a dog for a week. <laughs> yeah. So definitely come out and see Cody. He's going to be his seminar is going to start at ten thirty. Yeah. And his sister's starts at ten, and she will be talking about internet safety for youth. Oh yeah. So they're going to be doing this seminar for an hour, which is going to be great. So definitely look in his comments. To see, or the description to see exactly the location, the time, and definitely where you can also reserve your seat because seats are limited. Yeah. It's like, it's like those infomercials. You know, supplies are limited. That's right. Yeah, except this time we actually mean it, whereas infomercials haven't stocked up for years. Right. We do mean it. But also, if you have a question for Cody, leave it also in his comments. Yeah, and, and I'll be th- glad to answer it. That's right. And he'll answer it on the air the next time. Yeah. So, you heard it here first, folks. Anyway, that's probably the first time I've said that on my podcast. In fact, that's probably the first time I've said it ever. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We cut it down a little bit since the last one ran so long. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. I'll see you all next time. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.